Welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. I am your host, Lauren Lappin, and this is the place where we talk all things lash and beauty business related. Hello and welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. Today I am going to be talking about why you need to build customer loyalty or client loyalty in your beauty business. Now, you might be thinking that, oh yeah, you know, I've got loyal clients, which is pretty easy to achieve when you're a sole operator. But when you grow your business and you add people to your team, you need to be able to help those new team members achieve, you know, client loyalty as well so that they have returning clients over and over and over. And so as the the salon as a whole can have a high client retention rate and that's not really that easy. So today I'm going to be sharing some of the things that I do in my business to help improve client loyalty and client retention. So ongoing, you need to be putting a lot of effort into client retention. It needs to be a massive, massive focus of yours if you want to grow your beauty business. Now, When you increase the number of clients returning, business growth becomes very, very simple because you're not constantly chasing your tail trying to advertise and market all the time to get new clients. You haven't got this, you know, problem every day. You're thinking, I need to get new clients. I need to get more clients. You're looking at your bookings for the next week and you can see white gaps everywhere and, oh, I need to get more clients, I need to get more clients. All that goes away when you really hone in on your customer service skills and making the whole client experience amazing from start to finish for your clients. So remember this. So when you increase that number, when you've got a high client retention rate, business growth is easy. It's simple. I've said it before, client retention, high client retention rate, keeping your customers coming back time and time again is the secret sauce to business growth. You don't need to worry about anything else, Nilly. You know, all the other things really, they're just little compared to your client experience in your salon. So the first thing I'm going to tell you to do is stop focusing on new clients all of the time. Most people that I talk to in this industry, they say their biggest business struggle is they need to get more clients. And then I'll dig in and I'll ask a few questions and I'll go, you know, why do you need more? Oh, because I need more money. Okay, let's look at your pricing. Let's look at the way we structure your menu. What services are underperforming? How much time are you spending on each service? You know, we start to examine those things and we go, well, you actually, you really don't need more clients. You need to adjust those things first and then you can accommodate more clients because right now you're at capacity and your biggest problem is you actually want more money. So more clients isn't always the answer. New clients isn't always the answer. Yes, you do need to always have a steady flow of leads coming into your business. Obviously, You know, you need to be marketing and you need to be attracting the right people so that you do have customers there ready to take spots at a moment's notice if you have last minute cancellations or if someone suddenly decides to stop coming to you. But having 
a full, full heavy focus on always getting new clients will definitely see you losing the ones that you've already got. So what I mean by that is you really need to master looking after and caring about people. Now, for some, this will come very, very easily. If you are a natural people pleaser or you are someone who just really enjoys looking after people, you know, you've got that real caring nature, you're not really going to have to think too hard about this and you're probably going to be one of those service providers that has never had an issue with getting people to book back in with you. If this doesn't come naturally to you, I would highly, highly suggest taking some customer service training or some communication training because a lot of making our clients feel welcome and making our clients feel like they're the most important thing to you at that time is your communication skills. So if you can't greet people properly, if your staff can't greet people properly when they come in the door, if they're not saying the right things, if they come across standoffish and rude, and they may not be standoffish and rude, they might just be insecure and scared to look people in the eye, scared to ask them what their name is and why they're there. You know, so you need to have really great communication skills from the get-go. So from the moment that person walks through your salon doors, or even actually if we take it back to the first point of contact, and it may have been a few messages via text, or it might have been an email, it might have been messages on Instagram or Facebook, or they might have just went to your website, had a look around your website and, you know, found your booking link, read through, decided what they wanted to book for and booked in. And the communication still, even though, you know, they're not actually personally talking to you, all of the communication needs to be really good. So you need to be able to send a confirmation email You need to send follow-ups, a reminder email, reminder message, let them know if there's forms or anything like that that they need to fill in before they come to the salon. You know, no one wants to be greeted with a, oh, you didn't fill out your forms, so you're going to have to do it now. It's not pleasant. It's not a nice way to be welcomed into a business for the first ever time. So if you have those touch points really, really well set out and you've thought about what you would like to experience as a client, that's going to put your business in good stead from the get-go because people will be, you know, okay, these guys have sent me a confirmation when I booked in so I know exactly what I'm getting, when I'm getting it and what I need to do. There's forms attached to that confirmation email that I need to fill out before I go in. I get another email a few days before my appointment reminding me and then I get a text the day of or the day before. You know, they have a reasonable level of expectation that the experience is going to be good. So far, it's been positive. And when they come to your salon, they're greeted with a smile. Even if you don't have a receptionist or front of house person or someone available to greet clients as soon as they walk in, you should always make the effort to get up from the bed And if you're able to, if you're able to leave your client for a moment, you should get up, acknowledge that they're there, let them know how much longer you'll be or how much longer the other member on your team is going to be and, you know, invite them to sit, offer them a glass of water or herbal tea or or whatever you offer in your business and, you know, just make them feel welcome. 
give them, you know, manage their expectations. Let them know how long you're going to be. It's easy. Look them in the eye. Call them by name. If you don't know how to pronounce their name, just ask them straight up. It's way less awkward asking the question in the beginning than never saying the person's name and then, you know, six months down the track, you say it and you say it wrong. So just, you know, put your big girl pants on and just ask them how to pronounce it. You know, and when they're with you, they need to be comfortable. Always ask if people are comfortable on the bed or the chair. Are they warm enough? Do they need extra pillows? You know, how are their eyes feeling? How, how are they feeling? Ask them if you can get them anything. If they're having a treatment with their eyes closed, it's a really good idea just to explain what you're doing as you're doing it. Because some people get really scared and they don't know what's going on, especially if they've never had the treatment before. So I'd be asking questions like, have you had this treatment before? No worries. I'll just explain the steps on the way through so you know what I'm doing. So there's no unexpected things that happen. And, you know, it just makes them feel comfortable. And same with checking them out at the end of the service. I mean, taking them through to a reception area and asking for the sale, offering retail products so that they can care for their, you know, new lashes or brows or whatever they've had done properly and they get the most out of them and obviously asking them to book back in with you as well. So, you know, I've actually had people give feedback to me, not very many, but a couple have actually said to me that they didn't read book because they weren't asked and they thought that the therapist that provided their treatment didn't want them to come back. That's why they didn't ask them and that's why they didn't book back in. So I'm going to talk about surveying your clients in a moment, but it's a really good idea to survey your clients. You know, you can dig in and actually understand why that, why or why they did not book back in with you at your business. And find out some really, really useful information that can help you amend what you're doing or, you know, it can help you give training to your staff around those issues. So, yeah, you really need to master looking after and caring about people. It might be harder for some of you than others. Like I said, some of us do this naturally and others it's a little bit harder. So, you may need to work on those skills. But If you have a high client retention rate, you can make people feel good and they genuinely enjoy being in your presence and in your business, they will keep returning. Such a small reason for clients rebooking is actually the result they got. It might start out that way, but the clients that actually come back to you year after year or fortnight after fortnight or month after month, those clients They're the ones that have formed a connection with you. They feel loyalty towards you and your business. So that's what you're after, okay? So moving on, another way to increase your client loyalty is actually running a loyalty program within your business. So you could have a loyalty card similar to coffee shops and things like that where, you know, you get a stamp every visit I used to do this, but it was quite difficult to keep track of, I will admit. I did have clients that would kind of rot the system as well. They would, you know, book for 45-minute refills, say, and get nine stamps. And then the 10th appointment, which happened to be their free one, they would book a longer appointment. And then they'd argue with us and say, oh, no, well, it's every 10th appointment free. 
So if you're doing this, you've got to have pretty clear terms and conditions. But if you have a point of sale system that offers client loyalty, I encourage you to just use that. As soon as Timely brought out their loyalty program, I just jumped on board. We got rid of the cards straight away. The cards were quite a nuisance, to be honest. We we had other problems with them, not just, you know, the fact that some clients were trying to rot the system. But yeah, we jumped on board with the Timely Loyalty Program straight away. And it is so, so good. Clients don't need to keep a card in their wallet. They don't need to remember to get it out. It just automatically accrues points. Every dollar that they spend in my salon on services and retail equals one point. And when they get to 400 points, they get a $20 voucher. So, you know, they're constantly being rewarded for their loyalty. And at everyone's appointments, I'll actually say at the end, oh, you know, you're only 100 points off getting your next $20 voucher. They're like, oh, so sometimes that's enough to get people over the line to rebook as well. So maybe if they weren't 100% sure about booking back in, if you let them know that after the next appointment, they're going to receive a $20 credit or $20 voucher or whatever you want to call it, you know, that might be enough to just get them over the line. So loyalty programs, rewarding your loyal clients, and that's what it comes down to, you know, obviously people that are coming to you randomly or, you know, once off type of, of clients, they're not really being rewarded for their loyalty because they never accrue enough points. But, you know, to show that you appreciate your returning clients And, you know, this goes back to what I was saying earlier about not just focusing on getting new clients all the time. You need to actually do things for your existing clients to make them feel welcome and make them feel valued. And having a loyalty program does just that. So I always try and stay in touch as well uh, with my regular clients, Uh, regular emails. So you can do newsletters or It doesn't even have to be super regular. You could do a quarterly newsletter or something like that with, you know, a special offer in there for them. Update them on the salon, what's been happening, what's happening with the team, what new services are trending, what you're excited about, you know, things like that. Make them feel as though they're part of the family. I like to send texts as well. So with, I've mentioned earlier, I mean, I've mentioned in other episodes as well, but I use Timely and you can connect Timely to MailChimp. So that is what I do. So when every client is added to Timely, every new client, they automatically flow across to my MailChimp account. So I think I've got over 15,000 people on my email list now that, you know, are local or have been local or visited Aubrey for some sort of reason over the time. But these people are actually people that have been to my business before they've spent money and are probably way more likely to spend money with me in the future, especially if I keep in contact with them, you know, so that we're always front of mind when they're thinking about booking in for a beauty service. And, you know, because they've spent money with me in the past, they know, like, and trust us, they're probably way more likely to spend money with me in the future. So keeping in contact with email and text with special offers or news or, or whatever is a fantastic idea to keep your clients coming back and building that loyalty base. Now, I just did mention it earlier, but surveying your clients. I think this is a fantastic way to make people feel heard. If you ask for their genuine feedback 
and they give it to you and you take it on board, I think that that's an amazing way to show your clients that you care about them and what they want. And make no mistake, we're in the service game. We can't, It's not just all about us. We need to actually adapt to what our clients need and want. So, you know, staying stuck in the same place and not listening to feedback is only going to end up badly for you. You need to be open to advice. And one person's advice, I wouldn't, you know, you need to take it with a grain of salt, really. If you hear something from one person that you really strongly don't agree with, that's fine. But if you're hearing the same piece of advice from multiple people that have engaged with you in your business, you need to take that seriously. So I like to send a feedback survey at least once a year to my top 50 spenders. Now, these people are going to be the ones that come to your business the most often. They see the most often. They have the most interaction with you in your business. So they're going to know your business really, really well. And you can ask them questions, get feedback, take it on board and adjust your offerings to suit. You don't have to ask questions just about your services. It can be ask open-ended questions like, what could we be doing more of? What could we be doing less of? And it's not, what are we doing bad? What are we doing good? It's not confronting questions like that. I think, you know, when you ask, what could we be doing more of or what could we be doing less of, people are way more likely to actually fess up and tell you exactly what they think. In the email that I send, I do really urge my clients to be as honest as they possibly can because I see all feedback as good feedback, whether it's good or bad, because it's an opportunity for you to learn and grow as a business owner and allow your team to learn and grow and improve as well. So sending a client survey is a really, really good idea. And you could also incentivize them like everyone's time poor. No one's got time to do surveys and things like that. So I usually incentivize with, you know, a $20 voucher or something like that or 10% off your next booking or, or whatever. So I'll just add that into the email. And yeah, most of our clients are more than happy to do it. I don't get 100%, you know, replies, but even if you get, if you send it to 50 people and you get, you know, half of those people respond that's a really, really good outcome and it's enough information for you to go off. So surveying your clients is so, so valuable. Which brings me to my next point of taking feedback seriously. Like I just said, all feedback is good feedback. I see it as good feedback, even if it's bad, if it's negative, if it's from a crazy person, you've got to listen and you've got to take it seriously. Some of the best clients that I have in my business started off in a bit of a shitty way. They had a bad experience and they provided me with feedback on that experience. I've taken it on board and, you know, offered them a redo or a refund or or whatever. And then they have come back. We have under-promised and over-delivered and they have been super, super happy with their next experience and they're still coming back to the salon years later and sing our praises everywhere they turn. So you need to listen to feedback. If it's negative, I know that it's hard to hear and it's a massive hit to the ego, but you need to listen. You need to take it on board. You need to make that person feel heard and that you understand them 
and you need to thank them for the feedback as well. So doing that, then exceeding that client's expectations could turn that really negative experience that that person had with your business into a really good one and a returning client. And, you know, the feedback that they give you, you take it on board, you train your team, you make them learn from it. And that situation is just probably never, ever going to happen again because they know now. So feedback is so, so valuable. Please don't write it off. Listen to it. Take it on board. Learn from it. Choose to learn from it and take action. When you've got a heavy focus on client retention, you will definitely accelerate your business growth. I would argue that a heavy focus on client retention is more valuable to a small business than putting a post on social media every day or showing up on stories every day. If you are heavily focusing on, say, your content over looking after people in real life in your business, I think that that's going to have a really negative effect. Focusing on client retention, looking after people, making sure they're happy, making sure that they're booking back in and following up with them if they're not is crucial if you want to grow your business. If you've got a high client retention rate, I know I said this at the start, but if you have a high client retention rate, like I'm talking over 80, 85%, you're not going to have problems growing your business. Business growth is going to be easy. You know, you can worry about the content later. You can worry about the systems later. You can worry about all that other stuff, you know, making things look pretty and, and all of that, your branding and stuff. You know, if you can't look after people, if you can't keep getting them to come back to you, you've got a real problem. So if your business is not growing as fast as you would like it to, or perhaps you've got no problems with client retention, but your team do, please feel free to reach out to me. I do offer coaching on this. It's one of my favorite things to talk about and help business owners with. I also go over client retention strategies inside of my online course, Salon Goals. So if you would like more info on one-on-one coaching or Salon Goals, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can message me over on Instagram at Lauren Lappin underscore. I'd be so happy to hear from you. And as always, I love to see how you're listening to this show. So please share it to your stories, snap a selfie or, you know, screenshot the the podcast cover. Tell me what you thought of the episode. If you've ever gotten anything out of any of my podcast episodes or any of my content, I would love to hear about it. And I would appreciate your support as well. A lot of effort goes into creating content for the podcast and recording and editing and all of that. So I'm forever grateful if you share my show, even if you just tell someone about it or, you know, you text it to someone that could really, really use the help with their business, I would be forever grateful to you. So that is all I've got for you today. I will see you all online soon.